At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It is another edition of Prime Time Action on a Wednesday night from Las Vegas, South Point Sportsbook Studio, as we welcome you in. I'm Ben Wilson. Jeff Parles is here. Wyatt Tomchek is also here behind the glass. Jeff, we got a lot of action right now, hence the show, Prime Time Action. And we do have a bunch of Very good, about ben. to start. Very good. Well, look, it's our, it's our getaway, day, getaway day <laughs> baseball today. <laughs> a lot of day baseball. Yeah, only four games tonight, and none of them but start about, after 10 after the hour. Yeah, they're about all ready to start here. So let's let's not waste any more time. We'll get to the games that just wrapped up. There was a very interesting walk-off we just saw in Coors Field with the White Sox and Rockies. We'll discuss some of the big headlines coming out of today as well as some other news and notes. But right now, we've got our final four about to get underway here, including the Subway Series where you did hit a bet last night. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, thank, thank you to the Mets actually getting it done. Edwin Diaz still good, which is a good, very good thing going forward. For the Mets, I guess we'll start there. Even though this is the game that's going to start last of the four that start Might in as well this start hour, there. Game of the, the Yankees night. are the biggest underdog they have been all year tonight. It's actually a better price at DraftKings right now than it is behind us. Plus one sixty-five at DraftKings on the Yankees. If you want to take a shot on the team with the best record in baseball on the road, technically even it'll probably be about a 60-40 split. Mets fans at City Field. Max Scherzer goes for the Mets. That's why the Mets are such a big favorite. Minus 195 at DK. Uh, Domingo Herman, who's only start since coming back, uh, was not good, Ben. It's not good. Uh, got, got lit up in his first start. He has back. a 15 ERA right now. Yes, as a result what, of that first start. Not back. what you're looking for. Total seven and a half or seven, depending on where you look. Either. either Seven and a half minus 15 to the under or uh, seven even to the under 
on the Mets and the Yankees. Mets going for a two-game sweep in this series. These two teams will play again in August in the Bronx for another two-game series. I don't know why, if you're going to insist on these teams only playing two in each ballpark, just put them together, make it a big old, big old four-game series, make it more fun. Don't split them up. Get it all done in one week. Yeah, seriously. Why it's staring at me like I'm a crazy person all of a sudden. No, never. I, I like that idea. But, I, I mean, I've never been They've to New York. They've done it in the past. I've no. never been to New York. I don't know how far it is from. You've never been to New York. Wow. No. Never been well, I've never been this... to New York, Jeff, the tri-state area native. I mean, it all depends on the traffic, buddy. <laughs> I mean, that's Pretty the easiest, much. That's the easiest, uh, easiest answer. Not, not a far drive without traffic. And, uh, of course, uh, seven train out to, uh, to City Field, Willits Point, and then uh, the four train to the Bronx. For Yankee Stadium, so there you go. There you go. I'll be, at, I'll, be at, uh, I'll be at the Yankee game Sunday, and where they might where they might be a four dollar favorite against the Royals, which would be pretty comical. Who's uh, who's pitching? I think that's Jordan Montgomery, but I mean, just insert anybody for Kansas City, and it doesn't really matter. I actually want to bet on the Angels today. That's how bad the Royals wow. are. Yeah, that's wow. Uh, that, that that's saying something. Jeff Parles, right. everybody. Yeah, I know. Kind of crazy there. All right, game to start in two minutes. Let's get this. Uh, is Jeremy on the uh, Orioles uh, run line again? Is he on the reverse run line again? Do he is know? correct. He is. Again. Yep. Let's again. go. Back Good. to the well. Orioles Third are actually now favored behind us here All at right. South Point. Minus 109 is the O's look uh, to win their third straight of this series against Tampa. Rasmussen and Wells. That's Rasmussen for Tampa and Wells for Baltimore. Total eight and a half uh, at DK. Eight behind us. Uh, if you got an eight and a half, it's juiced under. You got an eight, it's juiced over on the Orioles and the Rays. Uh, Orioles actually favor across the board now. Uh, minus 120 at DraftKings for the Orioles and the Rays. So uh, good on our, our techno, technical director, Jeremy Wengel. Uh, again, trying to run it back with the with the Orioles laying the run and a half yet again against Tampa. North of the border, Cardinals and Blue Jays. Blue Jays eviscerated the Cardinals last night. Tonight it's Gosman and Wainwright. Gosman and the Jays, minus 260 behind us here at the South Point, plus 220. On St. Louis, on the take-back total eight again. No Goldschmidt, no mm-hmm. Arenado, not allowed in Canada because of their vaccination status. Ben, I actually have a bet, and I'm really... You I, told I, me this two minutes before the show, and I just was like, oh. Yeah, it's just, oh, oh. it just one of those oh, where it's just like, oh, why, why are you doing this to yourself? Why? Why are you doing it yourself? I and I, I and I haven't taken a, a no in the first inning in a long time. I, I just took it here. I, I give give me a scoreless inning for Gosman, and then let's just sweat it out with Wainwright to put up one zero against the top of Toronto's order. I know it's. I, I I know people are rolling their eyes at me. I know you reacted like, "What are you doing?" As soon as I said it, but I, I, look, get one scoreless inning out of Wayno. That'd Gosman be a very ju- nerve-wracking yeah, one be, inning yeah, Assuming for you, Gosman Jeff. doesn't give up a homer in the top half, uh, we'll at least have a shot there on that one. And then uh, the the only other game left on the board, Guardians and Red Sox. You're betting the Guardians again, Wyatt? Not tonight. Not tonight. We just we'll take, take the one off. win and Quattro Eovaldi, your pitching matchup. Sox minus one thirty-five at DK minus one thirty-one behind us. Total eight and a half, juiced over. No shock on that. And the Red Sox are kind of in a weird position, and we're starting to see this with a few teams that were in the race going into the All-Star break that have just come out and looked brutally bad out of the shoot in the out of the uh, into the second half. Uh, no one worse. Uh, sorry to our audio engineer in the corner, Sean yeah. McCollum. No one Giants. worse than the San Francisco Giants out of the break who uh, just were swept today in Arizona and starting the All-Star, the post-All-Star game 
collection of games on a nice hearty seven-game losing streak after seemingly stabilizing the ship in that final weekend series before the All-Star game against your Brewers, Ben. Uh, Red Sox kind of, they're teetering. They're teetering right now, three and a half behind Tampa for that final wild card. A lot of big questions because Bogarts is up at the end of the year. They're they due to give Devers a big deal at some point. It could be a very – J.D. Martinez as well. There could be a lot of big names potentially on the move for Boston. At least they, they don't get, get it right uh, this next week. Got Martinez back last night in the lineup. Yep. He had been day-to-day. Nate Ovaldi, last time we saw him start, Blue Jays scored 28 runs. So, look, this is not the time of year you want to – if you are a team on the bubble of the wild card standings, not the time of year you want to be going on a ridiculous slump, but that's Correct. what those two teams, Boston and San Francisco, uh, have been doing. I have a, uh, a right at the buzzer bet I did make here, Jeff. In uh, Yankees-Mets, I am taking the yes run first inning plus 110. So we're, we're going to do that. I'm seeing that as just as high as minus 130 in some shops. I get it. It's Max Scherzer on the mound. But you were telling me, like, you, you get a shot there at the top of the lineup. It is LeMahieu, Judge, Rizzo, Glaber Torres, if it gets that far, the uh, the first four, and then Matt Carpenter fifth. Uh, and this is, it's not as much the thinking, okay, Max Scherzer might actually struggle here. And part of me wanting to look at, okay, the Yankees, as you mentioned, they're the largest price they've been as a dog all season. There's got to be some sort of angle here. It can't just be that, that simple for the Yankees and Mets tonight. But you compare as well with Domingo Herman on the mound, and he's only had the one start, looked really, really bad, as you just talked about. And we've seen the Mets so far, especially when, when they've been swinging the bats well. It, it's, they haven't been as streaky, Jeff, but when they're on, they put up runs in bunches right away. We saw that last night. Oh, and yeah. you're, you're asking Herman to come in and do what has been a very emotionally charged series with one ridiculously bad start under his belt already and try to get through the Nimmo, Marte, Lindor, Alonzo quartet there without inducing any damage. It's one of those value plays for me, plus 110. Is it, is it partly, am I partially altered because we saw a kajillion runs in the first three innings last night, Jeff? Maybe a little bit, but I still feel like there's some value I there. I don't have a problem with this bet because if Scherzer's going to give up runs, it would be a solo homer. And Aaron Judge is up in the first inning. So <laughs> you have a shot there. I, look, I have no problem with that bet uh, for, for you, for you uh, Ben. I re- really don't. So. Wyatt, what Looks do we like got we're enemies tonight, tonight uh, Mr. Wilson. We're going Oppo? Yeah, we're going Oppo. I All right, that makes, that makes me feel Good. really happy. Yeah. Somebody's getting a winner video. Somebody's getting a loser well, video. Well, I mean, I might get a loser video, you know, within the first segment because the Reds and Marlins, the Reds oh, the Reds, the, four the runs Reds have scored the four bottom. runs in the first this is oh, a, I, I tailed Adam oh, Burke. No. No. I, I, oh, Wyatt. Adam, Adam Burke was on BAA. I was like, you know, let me, let me go I, with this pick today. Look, I get where you're coming from with that, where it's Luis Castillo, final start in a Reds uniform. The guy has been awesome really throughout his Reds career. One of the more underappreciated pitchers in the game. And yet the part of the problem with this is you got to have two to tango and Braxton Garrett. He is not tangoing right now. Why? Yeah, he's Four not on the trade the block inning. for the uh, Marlins. I feel like he's not a uh, piece that they want to get rid of or someone will take after this performance. And you're going, yeah, is, is your Yankees bet anything more than just it's the biggest price they're at all year and you're taking a stab? That one, yes, that's probably 95%. The other 5% is that the Braves lost today and I really want the Mets to lose. So if they, if they lose, yeah. I want to get a little money on that. So, yeah. you know. Interesting. And then the no run first inning. Come on, What's you can't your, let emotion uh, get in the way here, Wyatt. So what your your thought I gave my my piece on the, the yes run first inning. What's your what's your take here on the no run? Well Mad Max, I think for the for the Mets, that was kind of a a, a sign for me, like, hey, yeah, let's let, let me let me think about this. And I think um uh, Domingo Herman, I think after last night with the uh, Yankees, I think he's you know, he's kind of Put the emphasis, hey, I, we really need to start off strong. Can't have an inning like we did yesterday. So 
I'm kind of going with both both pitchers going to have their A game here today. All right. They once ran again, a juice once balls again, Wyatt, it takes two to tango. So we're going to see. You got to got to have both. Yeah, got to have I, both hand, hold up their end of the bargain. I do not trust Herman what whatsoever. Right I, I will say with with because that would the yes was a consideration for me, Ben. I just wanted a little bit more than what you got, and I don't have a problem. I again, I would lean towards your side. Uh, just because of what, like you said, Herman horrible in his first outing. And like I said, Scherzer, if he's going to give up a run, he'll give up a, a solo jack. So we'll see what happens. Like you said, we're going to have a winner and a loser video very, very quickly uh, in this game, regardless of, of how it goes. And then, of course, Wyatt uh, going with the uh, with the Yankees as well. Again, I can't I can't blame you for taking what what, what will likely be the biggest underdog the Yankees I get are it. all season. Yeah. Like I understand that. Uh, I mean, from, from when, that when, perspective. When was the last time you saw the Yankees this big of a dog? Well, I no, I'm I'm, agree, I'm agreeing. Yeah, yeah. I'm agreeing that the, with with the logic, I I really wish I was getting the Mets tonight at like minus 155. Mm-hmm. That was what I was hopeful for. Again, obviously didn't come close. It's one way traffic on Mets tickets uh, betting. Sort of today. like when Scherzer was a dog for the first time in Atlanta. It's one of those principal plays. Oh, that's where, exactly what know? I did that night. Yeah. Bet Scherzer and the Mets won that night. Yeah. I'd say a little bit different tonight because that was more of a single-player handicap, this one uh, team-wide. Yeah. Um, the the yeah. two-run double for Kyle Farmer, Donovan Solano, RBI double, Matt Reynolds, RBI base at 4 to nothing in the first inning there for the Cincinnati Reds. Hopefully you just get a bunch of blanks there down the stretch. Uh, we have a lot of news to get to as well. NFL training camps are now open. Lots of injury headlines that we need to break down. We'll do that on the show. Brady Cannon joins us in the next hour to talk golf. But right after this, we'll get back into some of our NFL season-long props. Lowest and highest scoring teams on the docket today, right here on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. As we welcome you back in, just starting things off here on a Wednesday night, primetime action from the South Point Sportsbook Studio. And, uh, well, Jeremy Wengel, he had a big comeback last night. But uh, the G-Man, G-Man Choi, two-run homer for Tampa Bay. Early 2-0 lead there in the top of the first. So not what Jeremy Wengel, our technical director, on the reverse run line for the Orioles. Uh, that has happened early. And, uh, again, 4 nothing Reds there in the top of the second. The one, that, one game that went final, Jeff, right before we came on the air, you talked about teams that have struggled coming out of the break. How about a team that's just struggled all year? Chicago White Sox, another save blown. This time, Kendall Graveman, the guilty party. Elias Diaz with the walk-off as the Rockies win that game 6-5. That thing barely stayed under uh, 11 and a half. So that was, you at least avoided a bad beat if you were brave enough to take the under there today at Coors. But those White Sox, Jeff, just as, just as you think they figured it out, uh, they, they haven't, clearly. Nothing Jeff, to add. No comment. No I'm comment. Nothing from to Jeff. Add. He's done on the way. It, it is just this. It, at some point, Ben, a team just shows you what they are. And they have showed us what they are all year. And until, and again, they, if they end up winning the Central, it is all Minnesota and Cleveland's fault that, they, that the White Sox end up winning the Central here. Because they have been given times, plenty of times. To oh, yeah. push this division out to eight, Minnesota at least has. And Cleveland has had a chance to, again, not as much as Minnesota, but a little bit of a chance to separate from Chicago in, in, in second. But the White Sox are just a middling, mediocre baseball team this year. That's what they are. And they're not going to fire Larusa. So your your whole angle is going to be uh gonna be gonzo in all in all likelihood, too, Ben. That's why they were number five on my power rankings list that we did last night. <laughs> Not number one. They were number five, way at the bottom, 22 to one on the, on the Chicago White Sox. We'll have a lot more baseball still to get to. We'll update you on all, the, all these uh, games. There's four still to go here on the night slate. As we roll on, we might have a loser video coming up pretty soon here because uh, Max Scherzer, one, two, three, top of the first there for the Mets uh, to start off. We'll see how the bottom half goes. That's the one that will be probably a sweat for myself and uh, Wyatt as we're oppo on that one. But for right now, let's go into the NFL. We'll get into some of the training camp news and notes from today a little bit later in the show. But as we continue on, Jeff, with these season-long props, let's look at highest scoring team. We did most wins, fewest wins yesterday. Today, we do most points and fewest points. And just like the Odds board on the most wins, pretty similar, and that the Bills and Buccaneers, they are your two short shots, although the Chargers here 
uh, and the Chiefs both a little bit shorter on this list by virtue of the offenses. Bucks and Chargers each eight to one with the Bills plus five fifty. Chiefs eight and a half to one. And unlike that highest wins market, Jeff, you could definitely make a case for one of those Chargers or Chiefs teams since again, this is not about wins. This is just about raw points coming out this year. Yeah, this is one where I actually continue to gravitate towards the top of the list. And we have been seeing this a little bit more recently on uh, on these season-long props for teams. I would lean towards the Chargers at 8-1 to one because I think their offense is going to be better than Kansas City's. And even though Chargers' defense is vastly approved from what they were a year ago, uh, Derlin, James, Derlin James right now currently is the uh, – the, the contract hold in right now where he's yep. at training camp, but not practicing as they're trying to figure out, figure out a deal. And Kansas, I, I'm just concerned with Kansas city getting off to a slow start this year. No Hill, new look offense teams able to take Kelsey out of the game early in the, in the year before Andy Reid adjusts on the fly. So I would lean the chargers at eight to one. And then I would have the Rams as the second one. I would look at at 11 to one. That offense is going to be more consistent than it was a year ago where they had some spurts where they really struggled. Granted, some of that was Stafford injury that he played through, but I would, I would say the charger, the two LA teams, the chargers and the Rams would be the two teams I would look at in this market, eight to one on, on the chargers, 11 to one on the Rams. Those would be the two that I would gravitate towards here. Yep. Totally get it. I, the thing you, you wonder, and we talked how different you handicap these for the different, uh, the different props that you're looking at. How much would you handicap strength of schedule and defense for the teams that you're potentially backing here? Because you would think in there, there's, I guess, a part of my mind that would think, well, you'd at least want to look at a team with probably a mediocre to slightly below average defense, or you're at least going to be forced to score points in some games, as well as the strength of schedule that you're looking at, where you'd, again, you'd want to, if you're probably looking at opposing defenses that these teams will be facing, not necessarily just raw strength of schedule, Jeff, I'd have to think that that does factor in a little bit. Slightly, slightly. Again, the one thing is though, Ben, sometimes with, if an offense is going to be prolific, it doesn't matter what they play. In this day and age in the NFL, it really doesn't matter as much. Even even though there's obviously still high-quality defenses, it's just not going to be – it's not as easy to slow down these elite offense. I'm a little surprised. I I get it, but I'm a little surprised to see the Bills are that much shorter than everybody else because the first six games are pretty difficult. This is the one thing where the schedule comes in, and the Bills might have to actually make a little bit of a move here in order to be the highest-scoring team in in the league after a little bit of a slow start. So yeah. uh, that that's the that's the one team I'm a little bit surprised on. Granted, even though that is a difficult schedule, other than the Rams, none of those defenses are overly imposing. Even though, again, Miami a divisional game, you can have some weird things early in the year with the humidity in Miami, and I expect Baltimore's defense to be vastly improved. The one I would look at, and this might it might go towards what I was saying a second ago, where you might have a, a defense that struggles, but an offense I'm really high on and it could result in some shootouts. If there's one you're taking a shot at, Cincinnati at 14 to 1, that is a team where I find myself a little bit in between two minds on Cincinnati this year, where it's not as simple as, well, they lost the Super Bowl, they probably overachieved to some degree, had a lot of positive variants on their side throughout that end of season run. Where, you know, do I really think they will drop off a ton? No. But do I think a lot of the variance in, in their favor and some of those things, uh, some of those outperforming instances were true last year? I certainly do. That they, they were fortunate, certainly fortunate in a lot of those positions. 
I could easily see a scenario, though, Jeff, where the defense takes a big, big step back this year for Cincinnati. I don't expect Joe Burrow in this offense to really slow it down this year. Uh, and we're already seeing, I mean, Cincinnati has issues where Jesse Bates is not wanting to report to camp, doesn't have a contract, does not want to play under the franchise tag. So I could see there being some tiny regression in certain parts of the Bengals. I don't expect that to be a full-fledged, tri- typical, just, you know, blatant, all right, Super Bowl loser. They have a huge hangover the next year. I don't expect that. I expect Burrow and company to hold up their end of the bargain, especially with the improved offensive line. But we think about the, off, the rest of the offenses in that AFC North, and you would, you would think there's at least going to be some improvement there between Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, depending on what, obviously, whatever happens in Cleveland, that is still a big, big if, and we don't know who's playing quarterback in Pittsburgh. But outside of those divisional games, too, this is the sixth toughest schedule in general for Cincinnati. So I can see a world in which you see their defense take a step back and, and the offense has to carry the day there. Yeah, I, sure. I can see that. I, I also don't know. I, I don't know if Cincinnati's defense is going to regress uh, as hard as you think. The only thing that may happen, though, they're going to regress from what we saw in the playoffs. I think that's one thing where they played at a, at, at a legitimate top five NFL defense level in the postseason, that's not what they are. They're probably mid-tier to back-end top 10 if everything goes right. So I I understand your path on Cincinnati. It's weird to see an Aaron Rodgers offense that far down, but I don't want to bet the Packers. I wouldn't want to bet Green Bay without seeing what this is going to look like. You have to think of tempos, too, for these teams. Like Green Bay is going to be a very – and we've seen this even when they had Devontae Adams last year, Jeff. That was a very – uh, plotting isn't the right word, but a very strategic offense where they tried to really control time of possession. There were, it was a lot of long, extended seven, eight-minute drives that they used. And so you'd have a lot of games last year where the Packers were really efficient offensively, but they weren't necessarily lighting up the scoreboard. I mean, it wasn't just a, a, an, you know, an absolute a slugfest on there, and they finished tied for 10th in points per game with Arizona last year, and that was with being one of the more efficient offenses in the NFL. So even with that, if you consider that and the lack of personnel now when they lose Devontae Adams and probably have a bottom five wide receiver core heading in, I don't see why Matt LaFleur would change that and get away from, okay, let's, let's slow it down when we have the ball, try to burn clock, keep the ball on the ground. As a result, I, I just don't, and also I still think the defense will be really, really solid there for Green Bay. So I get why people would look at that and say, yeah, you know, I, I, Rodgers, I Packers, 15 to 1. I don't want it at all. Uh, oh, not, that was not yeah, even a consideration. Yeah, I, not even a consideration with those teams on the list. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head of teams that you would possibly consider that aren't listed. The only one I think that's not listed that would be worth a consideration would be Vegas. If everything goes right with the Raiders, Carr could have a really huge year. Obviously, a top-notch, top-two wide receiver in Adams there. A good, uh, a, a good slot guy in Renfro, a top-three tight end when healthy in Waller. The Raiders are the only one that I, that is not on that list. I think they were twenty five to one. I want to say twenty five to okay. one to be the highest no, scoring look, team. I, I, can I have to double it. check yeah. that real quick, but that's Dallas, what they were uh, at yes. least this yeah. morning when we right. were looking through this a little bit. Dallas was number one uh, a season ago, and they are you see them uh, twelve to one uh, on the odds board. For what it's worth, Pro Football Focus they've got the Bengals fourteenth on the D line, thirteenth in the linebacker room, and tenth in the secondary for a team that was nineteenth in DVOA defense a season ago, which kind of suggests to me. You're kind of in an either-or territory with that Cincinnati defense. So, again, you could have a really good output again, or you could take a step back, and that, that's at least if you're taking a flyer, uh, the one I would look at at 14-1. Uh, to 1. When we return on the show, we are owed both a winner and a loser video. Well, two winner videos, actually. Two winner videos, apparently. Oh, Jeff got through his first. Yeah. Oh, nicely done, Jeff. Yeah. We have two winner videos, one loser video. I'm not sure if we'll play the ball simultaneously, but we'll do something. We'll figure it out. Then we'll do NFC South quarterback totals on the other side, right here, primetime action. 
Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. couple updates from around the diamonds here. We have another home run in Baltimore. Luke Rayleigh, his first of the year. 3 nothing to the Rays there, top of the second. And then the Marlins put one on the board. Nick Fortes. Is that how you say his name? I've never heard of Nick Fortes. Nick Fortes uh, hits his fourth homer of the year. So 4-1 there, uh, Cincinnati. And Pete Alonso has just gone yard. In uh, in New York, so the Mets take a one nothing. Inning too late for you, Ben. Inning too late. Well, we only had I think four of the six outs for warning track fly balls, and then uh, Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso goes yard. But we have uh, so we'll just do one winner video, one loser video. We had had, okay. We get the good one. So we had two different winner videos. This is Wyatt no run first inning and Jeff no run first inning in separate games in Yankees Mets and in Cardinals Blue Jays. A good job, you guys. Jeff, congratulations. Yeah. But but but. I had the yes on first inning. And then Wyatt, you turn right around and give that money right back on the uh, first five under four in Marlins. You know, I'm just glad the Marlins and Reds were able to prolong it a little bit so that way I didn't have a loser video in the A block. Oh, you're you're happy they prolonged it to the third inning? Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I I, I I respect that. You had a you even had a though, even though Wyatt, I will say, if they somehow got all those runs before the show even started, you could have just <laughs> wiped it from show history if you really wanted to. That would have been pretty I mean, true. I, I have the power. No, <laughs> look, it's going to be really hard to break my record of fastest primetime action loss on a full game bet on the show, which was the the A's team total under two and a half when they scored three in the bottom of the first inning. Uh, whatever that show was. Oh, that was, and, and that, was, that was the the errant throw to home where it went over the catcher's yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, that was the uh, sack fly where George Springer <laughs> threw the ball 10 miles oh, over I the for, catcher's head. Oh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. That, was, that was a good one. <laughs> Led to a, on a plate, well, it wasn't even a sack fly. The runner wasn't even going from third, and he still threw it anyway. Yeah, so classic. I, yeah, so I lose on the classic. And this happens sometimes. When you bet yes runs in the first inning, Jeff, Sometimes you get a six-up, six-down first inning. Uh, there were a bunch of hard-hit balls in that inning. And then, of course, yes, bottom of the second is when we get the uh, solo shot from one, Pete Alonzo. Uh, we just talked highest-scoring team. Uh, the second team on that list, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 8-1. to one. They feature Tom Brady, at quarterback, who is among the odds-on favorites to lead the league in passing yards this year. Uh, and we will start by looking at the NFC South on the quarterback totals today. A couple different divisions we've been doing each day. We go to Brady and the Bucks. This is a really interesting uh, just general line here, Jeff, for Tom Brady on the passing yards. 4,650 and a half, 35 and a half passing touchdowns, 12 and a half interceptions. I just say it's interesting because he threw for 5,316 last year with 43 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. In fact, first two years in Tampa, 4,633 in a 16-game season with 40 touchdowns. And then, as we just mentioned, the stats from a season ago, 12 picks each of his first two years. So... How much of the drop-off are you thinking is age-related as he is now entering his age 45 season? How much of the drop-off is uh, personnel and scheme a, a factor there for Tampa and Tom Brady? First off, his age is irrelevant. Thank you for at least cor- yeah, corroborating that. The age is irrelevant because... Well, you have to ask, maybe, but yes. Well, look, 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 Ben. The fact that his last year in New England, where it finally looked like he slowed down, finally looked like it, uh, he, and ended up not mattering that he slowed down, ended up winning the Super Bowl first year in Tampa, was nothing short of spectacular a year ago uh, in year two with the Bucs. Ben, I, I'm, I'm not going to bet any of these numbers 
But again, we're, we're, we have to look at Tom Brady's pass attempts when we're figuring out the yardage. Because remember, we, this has been the whole thing for me with these guys, where you see these really high numbers on the surface, and you're thinking, all right, these are high numbers. But when Tom Brady last year throws 719 passes, Ben, wow. even if you chop that down to, let's say, what he did in year one in Tampa, which is 610, you're probably going over that if he throws 610 passes. So you really, it's on top of it being a handicap on on passing yards for all these guys, it's really a handicap on passing attempts. And it goes for that with the interceptions as well. More so than touchdowns because touchdowns are a, a different sort of thing. Mm. But Brady interceptions, Brady's thrown 24 interceptions in two seasons in Tampa, which you would probably, I would not have realized he's thrown 12 and 12 in his first two years in Tampa. Because you always think, oh, Brady protects the ball as well as anyone other than Rodgers. Brady, of course, had a had a hearty two interceptions in 2016 uh, it, it, as his all-time low where uh, it was a half a percent of passes thrown were picked off. So I, 12 and a half on the surface seems high. But again, when a guy is going to throw 600-some-odd passes, you have to consider these higher numbers and be a little more careful than usual betting them under like that in the past would have been an auto under on 12 right, and a half. Right. It's just, you, you think too, just about the state of offenses and passing games. Tom Brady led the national football league in attempts in 2017. Jeff, he attempted 581 passes that led the league in 2017. And last year he attempted 719 completed 485 of them, which also led the league. And the question you have to ask is how much of the offensive game planning, if anything changes on a team that essentially never really committed to the run. Now you would say a lot of that was due to Bruce Arians and his scheme as an offensive coordinator, but now that he's out, how much does that change going forward? I don't think it matters as much as we think. I mean, it just gives Brady more freedom if anything, right? Well, and a lot of those short throws were yeah. almost just extended runs anyway. Yeah. I, where they're I just, you know, I don't, I don't, almost auto-completion. I don't think Arians leaving that late in the game and Bulls sliding up from D.C. to head coach makes much of a difference, Ben. I, I really don't. It's just amazing. Look at that number. 4,650 and a half, and you think, that just feels 3,000 yards light, as wild as that is to say. Uh, how about how about uh, Baker Mayfield, who we do not yet uh, have the uh, the Carolina uh, logos or pictures with yet since I don't think they have taken the team uh, photos yet, but Mayfield goes to Carolina. We think he will win the starting job. He's certainly, well, at least until the numbers were pulled down there, he was a large, large minus 1600 favorite to win the starting quarterback job. 3,800 and a half for Mayfield, 22 and a half on the passing yard, uh, passing touchdowns, then 13 and a half on the interceptions. Uh, while we certainly believe that is going to be a real race in Carolina, we certainly expect at the same time Mayfield to win the job. Threw for 3,010 last year in 14 starts, 17 touchdowns, 13 picks, but really hard to try and compare that, Jeff, when you consider new system, completely new circumstance, and presumably if he's playing, he'll actually be healthy this year, unlike last season there in Cleveland. Would you dare take a shot on just betting all these numbers under and hoping <laughs> yeah. that somehow Darnold wins the job. I don't think. Dare, I don't think it's as far fetched. Would you people dare are do that? Wyatt, would you dare do that? I was going to say, what about the interceptions under? Because if Mayfield's throwing a lot of picks, they're just going to say, "All right, we've got another guy who started for us last year." Yeah, I, I, that I don't. That, that I don't mind. If I were to bet any of these, 
I would I would gravitate towards the interceptions because I really do think Ben. I, what we saw from Baker last year was an anomaly. That was because he was hurt and he tried to rush through the injury. And he was terrible. He was legitimately terrible. Two years ago, Baker was a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. The Cleveland Browns were one fourth fourth down stop away from getting the ball in Kansas City territory with a chance to go to the AFC title game. And he still still threw less than 3,600 yards in a full season. Yeah, so look, I, I think it would be unders. Across the board here for Baker, if I'm betting these. I think the passing yards is the one I'd look at. Just because, A, you have, again, as we talked about, the built-in insurance of, well, look, even if he's playing every game, if this Carolina team is what they want it to be, it's not that dissimilar to what Cleveland was, where it is a run-oriented offense led by Christian McCaffrey. Now, sure, you are likely going to get more receiving yards out of the backfield for McCaffrey than you did with the Chubb-Hunt combos in Cleveland, Jeff. But the fact that Mayfield was as impactful and effective as you just laid out in the, the 2020 season and still was on a pace to basically be righted around 3,800. And I kind of think that's why we're getting the number where it's at. Because of that existing pace. And that's, that's, and that's really the, the test season that you have to go off of. So that's where I'd look, under, uh, potentially under 3,800 and a half. And look, if he doesn't uh, win the job or if he gets pulled, then you feel like you've got a huge, huge leg up. I would have no problem with blinding, blindly betting all three of these under if, again, what Wyatt said, if Mayfield has a stretch where he's just throwing the ball to the wrong team and Carolina's lost like five or six, Darnold's going to get another crack. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's going Especially to Especially a, a so, head coach who's on the hot seat entering your three. Yeah, so Doesn't I... Doesn't have much I, room margin for error. Yeah, I would have no issue with taking blind unders here. How do you even trust Winston as well? Or, or do, how do you assess him coming off an ACL? Because you, you have to have I, a lot of conviction if, you, if you're going to look at overs with Winston. He's one of the guys who's unbettable. But I really wish Sean Payton was still there. Because if Peyton was still there, I would say, you know what? Jameis Winston could have a really good season to be a top-half quarterback in this league. Like I said with the Saints when talking about them on this show and and on, on a numbers game, I'm just concerned, even though it's essentially the same coaching staff minus the head coach, I am concerned that because Sean Payton isn't there, it's just going to be hard for that offense to look anything like it did. But remember, Jameis Winston didn't have Michael Thomas last year, and he looked as good as he's ever had in his career. At least protecting the football. Now he has Michael Thomas this year. He's back. So tread carefully on Winston. He's he's a, an unbettable player in all these markets to me. And who knows when Alvin Kamara will even be on the field. If, if he will if, be at if, all. If at all for the Saints. That's another big thing you got to factor in. We will go over to the AFC South next. Four very interesting candidates this year in the quarterback props. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VSIN football betting guides are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the football betting guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VSIN All Access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Jeff Parles, another night. Another multi-era Red Sox game leading to runs. No! No way! <laughs> <laughs> two errors in the first two innings. But, but this one, I, I, I just saw... I just Franchi saw, I, Cordero I, with, the, with the rarely seen fielding error and then throwing error that allowed, <laughs> that allowed oh my, uh, a I, run I, to I score. Just, I, I just saw the video. What? 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 This I, is two straight nights where the right side of the Red Sox infield has done something... Where if it happened in a little league game, you would be angry. There's <laughs> yeah. two oh, straight nights God. of that. I mean, the I, behind I mean, the back toss attempt last night. Can you try to explain what even happened in this one? Well, it was I? a hard, it was a hard hit ball that that clanged off of his glove because Cordero's not a fielder. It actually would have been a nice play if he had gotten the ball, and then uh, turns around and blindly fires it into nowhere land for an <laughs> for a second e three. I just I. Uh. Two errors on the same what play. Inf- what an infuriating team that team has been recently. Yeah, if only their their fan base was a little more passionate, maybe they'd uh, <laughs> maybe maybe they'd have something to play for there. And then Austin Hedges follows RBI ground up, Miles Straw RBI double. So the Guardians, look with the White Sox being the team that they are, and another uh, choke fest today for the Southsiders. Look, I mean, Guardians are are right in the mix. Cal Quantrill taking the bump tonight, three nothing there. In the bottom of the second, uh, we have more scoring, by the way, in, in Cincinnati. And what figures to be Luis Castillo's final start. He hasn't been terribly sharp. Gives up another homer. J.J. Bleday, welcome to the home run club. First of the year for him after an RBI ground out for, actually it was an RBI base hit for Matt Reynolds once again. So the Reds have put up five in the first three innings. 5-2 game there 
uh, in the top of the fourth and more scoring in Baltimore as well. Jeremy got one back on a Rugnet Odor, uh, I should say, uh, yeah, Rugnet Odor base hit. So that's at least three to one now there in the top of the third. We'll update all the scores and get to some of our NFL training camp news and notes of the day coming up in a little bit. But for now, we go back to the AFC South here. We just talked NFC South quarterback props. Interestingly, Jeff, does it surprise you at all that the the guy, I guess it's more just a, a sticker shock value, but the fact that of the four starting quarterbacks this year, Trevor Lawrence is your odds on favor to lead that division in passing yards. Now it's a measly 4,000 and a half, but still, he's, he's, he's at least got some respect in the, uh, in the betting markets. You look at who he's compared to, Matt Ryan, Davis Mills, and Ryan Tannehill. Lawrence, 3,641 a season ago. In his 17 games, 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions here, Jeff, with uh, now Doug Peterson coming in as the head coach. Much more of an offensive guy and at least just an adult in the room compared to Urban Meyer. You're, regardless, though, even if you are, are high on Jacksonville, you're, you're having to put a lot of faith into any of these Lawrence props if you are taking overs here, uh, at least with the yards and the touchdowns, if you really are a believer in him, because that's a pretty big gap to make up for last Yeah, I, I, don't want, I don't want anything to do with, with Lawrence props period, because the one thing that concerns me on just blindly betting under on passing touchdowns and passing yards is that Doug Peterson comes in and immediately turns Lawrence into the player that a lot of people thought he was going to be, which I would say is a which, which I would say has a, a, a chance of happening. So that's the only concern. Interceptions, 14 and a half. Lawrence for 17 last year with everything going wrong. I would imagine he'll be a little more conservative early in the year, so you won't see as many early season interceptions as we saw last year for Lawrence. So I, I think Lawrence is a little bit difficult to uh, to blindly just go under, under on passing touchdowns and passing yards and then blindly either go either direction on interceptions. The one that – there are a few that stand, stand out on these AFC South ones. Uh, let's take Matt Ryan first, who yep. uh, still is awaiting his blue and white in Indianapolis. <laughs> He'll get there. Uh, 3,900 and a half passing yards. You know, Ben – you're, you're in a scenario here where Indianapolis is obviously going to be very much run heavy. Ryan last year threw for 3,968 yards, 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, which is the worst season Ryan has had since 2010. So Ryan had gone over 4,100 yards, or excuse me, 4,000 yards, because one of the years was 4,095, from every year from 2011 through 2020. So Matt Ryan had been extraordinarily consistent through his career. I'm just concerned on on taking Ryan props at anything, including the interceptions at 11 and a half over anything over here, is that he is going to be in a run-first offense for the first time in his career. So if anything, under 25 and a half passing touchdowns seems pretty steep. So that would be the one I'd probably gravitate the most to of betting it under. But if you want to go under 3,900 passing yards, I have no issue with well, that. Especially, bet. too, the, the touchdown numbers for Ryan over his career really exemplify why this is such a high-variance stat and why the touchdowns are if, – if we're looking at the three that we've been recommending across these divisions, Jeff – Touchdowns are probably the one that we've stayed away from the most, I would say. Because yeah. Matt Ryan, the last 11 seasons, would have gone over that 3,900 and a half passing yards every single year. But there, was, there were three different seasons where he threw either 20 or 21 touchdown passes in a pretty heavy, as we know, pass-first offense in Atlanta. So you are assuming you enter now, a, as you just talked about, more of a run-based offense, hence the 3,900 and a half. So that's why, to me, that number feels pretty accurate. And yeah, you like there have been three seasons in the past where the 25 and a half, he didn't even sniff that. 
where he had a lot more weapons and was in an offense that was tailored to his desire to throw the ball more, that's one where it would it'd have to be under under or nothing there. Uh, and, yeah, a little 11 and a half feels, uh, feels about right. Uh, the Ryan one is – that one stands out. And the Ryan Tannehill one is notable as well simply because of – Kind of in the same boat. We've seen what's happened the way Tennessee has prioritized its running game, but we also don't know how healthy will Derrick Henry be this year. How many games will Ryan Tannehill play this year? There are so many question marks on that one. And while at this, on the surface you say, really, lower than Davis Mills, Ryan Tannehill, 3,600 and a half. But if you look at the numbers for Tannehill and what he's, uh, what he's actually done, he threw 3,734 season ago, 21 touchdowns, 14 picks. So those numbers pretty much reflect what he has done. Uh, and it wasn't like the numbers were all that different either the year before, 3,819. You know, with Tannehill, it's it, it's hard, Ben, because I want to know how much of Tannehill's success in Tennessee was A.J. Brown related. That's what this whole year is going to be all about. Obviously, Brown's in Philadelphia now. Woods uh, and, uh, and Traylon Burks are the top two wide receivers now. Uh, they did get Austin Hooper, so they at least have a – a pass-catching tight end that isn't a bottom-half guy as a starter now. So, but, Ben, I don't know how you can go over on anything Tannehill-wise except for maybe the interceptions. This is another one where if Henry's healthy, Tennessee should run the ball 35 times a game because Henry is the best running back in the NFL, and Tannehill, I think, takes a big step back without A.J. Brown. Now, you mentioned Davis Mills and his numbers. Ben Davis Mills actually in the last five weeks of the season was I know was pretty good. Not bad. All things considered. And if you go based off of just pure stats, and I know he played less than the other a lot of the other guys uh that were drafted in the same draft class in 2021, legitimate argument, even though the record was not good at all at two and nine, even though you could argue, wow, Davis Mills won two games and eleven <laughs> tries with that roster. That's pretty impressive. Uh the Charger game and the uh and they won at Jacksonville with the two wins for Mills. Mills completed 67% of his passes, 16 touchdowns, 10, inter- uh, 10 interceptions, uh, 2.5% uh, interception rate, which is which in this day and age is a little higher than you would want, but still not terrible. For a rookie as for well, a rookie, in a not horrific ter- for a rookie, situation. For a rookie, not terrible. Oh, 394 passes through for uh, 2,664 uh, yards. I actually think if, think if he's get, he gets through a full season healthy, and he's allowed to play, and he's going to be allowed to play because the rest of the depth chart's terrible. I think Davis Mills over on passing yards and passing touchdowns, and for that matter, Honestly, inter- and for that oh, matter, yeah. interceptions. Even though he's tied for the highest total going into the season uh, with the other second-year guys, for the most part, at fourteen and a half. Davis Mills throwing five hundred and fifty-six hundred passes, which could happen. All those will probably go over. It really comes down to, do you believe he'll play all 17 games? And we did the, in the 32 teams, 32 shows edition with Houston. It became pretty obvious once you look through the personnel, like you point out with the depth chart, Houston is pretty well incentivized to not win many football games this year. And Davis Mills is probably the quarterback they will throw out there every single week. He was on an over 4,000 yard pace last year in the 11 starts that he made. He's going to throw. He's going to throw a lot of passes. He's probably going to start again, barring injury, which is the thing you have to worry about for all these guys. He's going to throw a lot of passes. He will throw for a lot of yards. I would guess four thousand is not actually out of reach there, Jeff. And again, you're at thirty-seven hundred and a half with Mills. He might also throw twenty-five interceptions too, just based on on the volume there. He would have. He would have projected a little under twenty a season ago had he had he started all seventeen. But he also would have projected for uh, just under thirty passing touchdowns. So all three of those would have gone 
all over. And you at least give, you have to give the guy a little bit of credit for likely growing from year one to year two. Yeah, you, you, I, you expect him to be a little better, but I still would imagine, given the lack of pieces around him, it's going to be a lot more winging and slinging it around. They're going to be losing a lot of games, too. Means more pass attempts, Ben. Over, over, over on Davis Mills. Not the conversation we maybe thought we'd be having, but we're having it on this July the 27th edition of Primetime Action. We'll hit some of the NFL training camp news and notes on the other side, as well as updating all the baseball scores. It's hour number two next on Primetime Action. VEASAN is here to help you learn more about sports betting. Sign up for our free daily newsletter at VEASAN.com forward slash email, and you'll get show highlights and expert insights every morning. That's VEASAN.com forward slash email. New to VEASAN, the best way. To, new to VEASAN, the best way. To, new to VEASAN, the best way. To, new to VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.